the things my eyes can see Everything is new to me Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. And I'm Josh. This is episode 136, and tonight we are reviewing Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Full title? Yeah, I saw that. Not <laughs> to be confused, confused with Pinocchio. The piece of shit we reviewed Pinocchio. earlier. Pinocchio. That is true. We cannot seem to uh, get away from little boys and wood. And I'm growing wood. That's exactly. Growing peckers. <clears throat> Uh, and we have a guest for this episode. Travis is back on the show. We have some beer that we need to drink. So we're so going Travis to Travis is with us. How you doing, Travis? Yes, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Yeah, the main reason here is to drink some beer. I could uh, <laughs> care less about Pinocchio. It's Travis like I needed more of a bed, reason yeah. to chill. drink beer at three thirty, three thirty, forty-five. <laughs> we uh. Yeah, we never need a reason to have a son, so. <laughs> but it's nice to have a reason. I love you, Dad. <laughs> That's true. It is nice. So, um, how you guys doing? What's new? Anything? Is there ever anything new? Everything's already been know. done before. We're That's just true. in a rotating circle of things that have already happened. Well, Jacob, there is finally a reason to watch the World Cup. Morocco? <laughs> no, Miss Croatia's promise. <laughs> Who's that? Or was right. it Miss Universe or something? She probably, no, no. She's from Croatia. I didn't hear this. Oh, there's some something like if they win the World Cup, then uh, I think she's like going to go that full, full nude. Full nude. Nice. <laughs> oh, really? Jacob, oh, yeah. you haven't been following the developments? I mean, I've been following <laughs> the actual games. <laughs> no one no, cares no. about the games anymore. Yeah, exactly. Is this is more important. <laughs> Anyone that's watching it still, it's try hard. But I don't even know what she looks like. And I don't even know what to look up because it's oh, either man. Miss Croatia or Miss Universe. Well, I would assume just Croatia. Look up the type why would Miss Universe care if Croatia just Type in nudity in <laughs> World Cup. Turn your safe search off. Boobs. It's never on. <laughs> Big boobs. With Make sure G. you do it at I work. I never want to be safe. I just leave it going well, at work. I just Googled Miss Croatia and uh, yeah, I got some results. <laughs> 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 is it that uh okay so oh one, is one of the pictures that comes up is it like a checkered top like yeah that? oh okay. yeah that's, that's the one I'm talking about. yeah that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm Makes talking promise about. to fans if her country wins world cup it's s it is miss croatia x miss croatia. you know okay. there you go for some reason Which, i want croatia to win you know it just so they can get their first just chance because of their underdog they've never won only won for the underdog i mean so is morocco it. but I but, mean, la- this is like the redo because they lost in the final like years past. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we they have nothing to uh, do with fate this. on their side now. Yep. All right. Anything else? <laughs> no, nope. I can think of. Well, cool. Let's get into it. Um, we are starting with what I believe to be one of two beers. Uh, now this is from 450 North, and our friends at 450 North. This in the se- next segment is sponsored by 450 North. 450 North. Um, yeah, we had we bought some of their beers to bring back. Uh, we have a duo of rainbow beers, so we're starting with Rainbow Rush. Should have got the double rainbow sound drop for this episode, but didn't even know what beers we were doing till now. So 
Uh, Rainbow Rush. Let me pull it up here. Okay, I didn't know what to expect by typing in rainbow. I should have kept going. It has rainbow <laughs> Rush. There we go. Raspberry, cherry, About strawberry. About save searches. Slushy XL, <laughs> Rainbow Rush. Uh, smoothie slash pastry sour. Hmm. So this is... Uh, I mean, rainbow Rush XL is conditioned on raspberry, cherry, strawberry, pineapple, cranberry, and rainbow sour candy belts. This doesn't say... It didn't say orange. No this orange one says in the orange. Yeah. So this has on orange the, on the can? Yeah, on the oh. can yeah. it says orange. So I'm definitely going that, with can. That was the only difference, I think. Okay, so also orange. Oh, wait, does orange replace one of them? Or is it in no, addition no. to? One, I think the rest two, are in the same three, order. Four, yeah, right, five, yeah. six, six <laughs> fruits and a rainbow sour. Yep. Known as part of the baggy series. What is that supposed to mean? Like candy Weed. bags? No, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I would assume it's some sort of like candy series. I feel like everything that they have to do has to do with weed. Weed, so which is kind of weird because so. it's not even legal there. Weed and candy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they have like the guru that we were just seeing. The yeah, I mean, they, well, they had. That are dude, like you did not up. see. Yeah. Did you look at the list of all the options that they had that they were selling? No, there was a ton, and like some of them was like. A lot of like punch bowl, like yeah, candy stuff, and purple, and haze. then like yeah, and then obviously like weed stuff. So yeah, I had one like a week or two ago. It was called Cookie Bongster. <laughs> See, a beer, or, or are you talking about Four Fifty North beer. specifically? It, it, no, no, Four Fifty North smoothie beer. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, what is their thing with it? Because they love weed. Bro. Yeah, but they're not even in a place where you can it's get it tight. easily. You can still appreciate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just seems weird. Like they're that's their push to try and get it there. Yeah, maybe they'll 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 make some donations. I mean, to, uh, that happened in that what some really red state they accidentally passed to make edibles legal. <laughs> accidentally, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. didn't even know it was like in there, <laughs> and it was, and it got voted yes, and that, like weed, it the flower is illegal, but you can get edibles. That's pretty funny. Now, uh, okay, so Rainbow Rush is coming in at 5.3% ABV, zero IBUs, or I guess not available. Um, yeah, I not much else to say on this. Well, it's said to drink fresh because there's lots of fruit in it. Yeah, that's uh, kind of why we want to do two of these for this episode because we have four to go through and we are not sure when the next time we'll be able to record with Travis's, with holidays coming up. So we're going to knock two of these out today. So you ready to get into it? Yeesh. I don't think there's anything else to say. No, let's try it. 3.92 rating, I, I guess we could say. Anticlimactic. Less than 400 check-ins. So wow, it smells like candy, exclusive. though. Now, this was a special one that you guys got from, or maybe it wasn't special, but no. you guys got it at that brew fest, right? We did, we but it, this was not one of the um, quote-unquote VIP ones. Is this glass clean? Should be, yeah. Should be? I, clean, I pulled it out of the thing, yeah. <laughs> oh, and you set it down here? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, said, oh, I just I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I'm like, has this just been sitting there and I just poured my beer? I said I put glasses down here for you guys. Clearly neither we of us heard that. Listening. 
See what I get, Travis? I'd be nice to them. They don't even fucking. But there's two glasses it. here, so they I was not sure. And these are the same glasses that we used last time. So I was like, "Has this been sitting here since last episode?" And I like Kyle. I if it was, it, it would be. We had a slushy beer last week. It'd be nasty. <laughs> Come on, Josh is going to be a dad soon. He's on top of shit. I'm on top of the shit. <laughs> on top of the. I'm practicing. On top with of you the two. unimportant shit. <laughs> smells great. It smells like sour candy. Oh, I don't know about this one. I can yep. taste the candy though. No way. It, but that's all uh, I taste. Is do you think it went bad? Why is it so bitter? No, I th- yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think it's gone bad. I actually, this I mean, it tastes it, like it, those candy belts, like straight up. It's no, pretty. Tastes, I never really ate those as a kid. This so. is what they taste like. Like the aftertaste is like literally. I feel like it on I my. Kinda, I kind of. I'm with Josh on this one though. I do not think it's very good. It's got like a weird. Bitterness, like a no. I don't even think it's bitter. It's like more of a metallic for me. You guys got back. It's like it's like mixing. It's the same batch. It's kind of like it's kind of like too much like citrus and sweet together. Like I feel what that would taste like. Everything is lost. Like Like orange juice is metallic. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This one's gonna have to be a uh, a Jacob. Jacob crushability. Yeah, this is. I don't know. I I appreciate the the difference because I, I feel like a lot of the smoothie beers I'm drinking lately have started to blend together. Too similar. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't this one, hate the first taste of it at all. It's like after that, the third or fourth drink is getting better. Maybe it just needs to warm up. A it just bit. has like a tart candy taste, which isn't my favorite, but I still like. Yeah, it. that's what I taste like. Straight like those. You know what I think really it strong. is? I think it's the cranberry. It's the cranberry. That's what I get. Yeah, the tannic. Like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's got such a astringent finish. Mm, yes, it's almost like yeah, like that's <laughs> the cranberry, right? Oh, it like dries out your tongue. Like, bleh. yeah, yeah. It almost appreciate like, it being uh, different, but like unripened fruit bad. at the end. What'd you say? Like unripened fruit at the end. Yeah, like unripened fruit. Yeah, like if you because cranberries. You're not really supposed to eat that mm-hmm. much because they are pretty tannic and bitter and hard and fine for UTIs. I maybe <laughs> yeah. What are you on your fucking period? <laughs> we have. Does anybody yeah. need this? Yeah, like, I'll give up my glass. Of anybody Jacob. have a UTI? Jacob, are you trying to uh, tell us? Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. This is a no for me, dog. Um. This wins the uh, nice try award. <laughs> there you go, four fifty north. I mean, as far as four fifty north goes, yeah, this is probably the worst. Oh yeah, they're sponsored. I mean, this is really good, <laughs> yeah. guys. You guys should buy up all of it if you're so lucky. See, if if I saw this one on the shelf, I probably wouldn't grab it just because you just know how tart it's going to be based on the flavor profiles. But mm-hmm. given what it is, I still think it's solid. Jacob, you're saying it tastes like candy necklace, like those those literally the belts. Those, the, I didn't even know what the name of them there's were. Like pow- there's like yeah, I, know, I, I love those like things. The fruit, the they're like airhead roll ups. Yeah, they're airhead sour strips. Rolls. Yes, uh, yeah, those kind of. Like that. But there's like the cheap, there's like cheap versions. <laughs> yeah, of well, those. then they didn't like, use airheads in this one. No, there's no. a cheaper version of like. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, I can't remember the name. I think they're just called sour belts. I yeah, have never like heard that belts. term until literally right now. I know what you're. T- yeah, it's what's that brand you talk? Uh, fuck, I know what you're talking about. Sour. 
Yeah, with there's a couple different. No, I know exactly. Yeah, the thinking, company you know. who does the sour straws. I think. Yep, they also exactly. The, the company that makes all the generic, it. all of the generic candy that you can buy for ninety nine cents, like that same sour punch. I think. Is no, the you're brand. thinking a two sour punch is the brand I'm thinking. Sour of. strips. No, no, no. But I'm saying they didn't punch. use that brand sour for punch. inspiration. They probably this used brand. Yeah, I'm not thinking of that. Damn it. But I do know what the generic ones are like Tootie to- or. <laughs> I would know it if I saw it, but I couldn't tell you. They have like head. sour llamas and stuff. <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. I had a. They're like gummy fish. They name. don't. They can't say Swedish fish because that's a brand. Trolley. No, that's not generic. That's a brand. I found out talking? I do not like. Yeah, that's Swedish like gold fish, standard. <laughs> but he said the ones that make every sour thing and. No, 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 no. Not I didn't I didn't say that. They make like <clears throat> they make like generic versions of all candy. Like and then they, and they sell, sell circus peanuts. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And peach. Like they're like their red fish are called like red fish. They're not called Swedish fish. Their <laughs> gummy bears are yeah. I don't know. Gummy bear I don't know what else the other name would bears. be. Bears. Yeah, bears. Every time I dry write I'm sour. I'm surprised they didn't just have gummy like something else animal. <laughs> Why is that be yeah. bears? <laughs> well they do. Gummy worms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like. I did l- used to love the sour gummy worms, though. So, yeah, neon worms or oh yeah, goaded. I like sour candy. I don't like it regular candy. It has to be like <laughs> my tongue burns. Sour the, Patch Kids are sou- goaded from the acid. Yeah, yeah. Remember eating all those at or wait, were you in that class? Jake, Kyle was. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Hartwig. I used to I eat in Hartwigs. Wait, I was in Hartwig. Yeah, 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 yeah. I steal all the bit of honey. Yeah, we were there. Because yeah, we all I used no, to I know steal. I'm candy. not asking if we were. I didn't I'm asking steal if you from her, were. But I knew was, yeah. you, we were there. Yeah, we were all in the same class. And together. Jordan was there too. Yeah, Spencer, Lee. Can you hear also. that? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. We're, oh, Sour Patch Kids, raw mouth from Miss Hartwig's class. Yeah. I'm kind of s- split on my rating though. Like, where does it lie? Might have to wait on this I'm one. I'm pretty spot on exactly with what I'm getting. All right, let's get into crushability then. Let's. I, I'm gonna go pretty low on this one. Maybe like a two. I was gonna two and s- a half. Say the same. Two and a half. Mm. I would say like three. I'm gonna say like one point five. <laughs> Jeez, you guys don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and Travis can't each other out, and I'm about a two and a half. Jake said two and a half, so it's probably about a two and a half if we average everything together. Sure. Uh, doesn't mean it doesn't taste good. Crushability completely different, but yeah, it's gonna be ultimately pretty low, especially because, like Jacob said, I think we talked about this, this a few episodes the, ago. Yeah, uh, worst smoothie beer you've had? Least favorite? I think no, so. it's not the worst smoothie beer I've had. What's the well, worst? Jacob? Well, it's disappointing. Yeah, like pretty beer. much any of the Could ones be that most aren't disappointing. Just fruity. It's I don't know. Let's go to uh, fruity. Let's check. Oh the wait, but those are pastry styles. beers now. Yeah, I'm not. This is like supposed to be that smoothie and it's not that for me i think they put the pastry in there because it's like the candy yeah because it's the candy yeah yeah because the can itself says smoothie style this would have been better if they just dropped the sour belts if it was everything else it probably would be better i don't know <laughs> say i'm gonna go to or add yeah, something to help balance it a little bit yeah, it needs some vanilla. Chocolate. Need some cream. Oh yeah, some cream? marshmallow. If there's vanilla or cream, you mean marshmallow, marshmallow flavor? 
yeah. anything like that. <laughs> if there was, I think this makes it a much better beer. Um, my lowest rated smoothie beer is that blue milk that we had at the, oh, yeah, get real. That wasn't, you fucking love that, dude. It just, it tasted like what you thought. I mean, it (laughs) It was not good. Wasn't it just like coconutty? Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. One more. The chow cannoli. What the fuck was that from? Was that from the festival That's from direct? No. Chow cannoli is from Platform Beer Company in in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Been there. That was not good either. That's well, we didn't five. have that. Was I don't think that was it. Oh, I bought this can in um that in Indiana when I used to uh, go there for work. I was gonna say because that, that would definitely what I don't think was at four fifty. Yeah, but this is what it looks like when you pour it. Yeah, this is like it's supposed. It says a sour a smoothie slash pastry sour, and that's what the viscosity <laughs> of the beer looks like. Looks like Bud Light. Dude, seriously. Whoa, that's supposed to be a smoothie beer? No. Like, what <laughs> they, is that? They messed up. Yeah, they did something wrong. Yeah, that was the worst one. Okay. I think this is probably my worst if I just off of knowledge. All right, well, going off my rating of those, then I guess this one's a little bit better than that. All right. Uh, anything else to say on Rainbow Rush XL? <coughs> If you're going to try a 450 smoothie beer, most of them are better. (laughs) Try a different one? Yeah. Sure. Avoid this one. All right. Let's move on to our featured review. We're talking Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio is written by Guillermo del Toro, Patrick McHale, and Matthew Robbins. Uh, Directed by Guillermo del Toro and Mark Gustafson. Uh, Stars Ewan McGregor, David Bradley, Gregory Mann, Ron Perlman, Finn Wolfhard, Christoph Waltz, Tilda Swinton, a few others. Plot synopsis reads, A father's wish magically brings a wooden boy to life in Italy, giving him a chance to care for the child. What did you guys think of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio? I thought it was great for what I I was trying to do. Yeah, I did like it. It, This is, I mean, if you remember, I gave the Disney one like a half. Star. I think you gave it a one and a half. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, we. I gave it a one and a half. Yeah. I think he was lower. I'm I gave sure. it a one. I just double checked. Oh, okay. So I think I, I think gave you might it a have gave it a one then. then. Well, maybe. Either way, I thought it was trash. Like absolute trash. Yeah. What's the difference? Half star to one. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, maybe I was trying to make a statement with a half star. Potentially. But yeah, it, this movie is like completely out of the realm of that one. It looks better. I think. The voice acting is better. I think the story is not even close and how much better it is. And yeah, I just, I enjoyed so much about this, how it looked and how the feeling of it. This is where like Guillermo del Toro shines is this kind of like dark fantasy. Mm -hmm. Wow, Jacob, you're getting good at this. (laughs) 136 episodes Love in. It. So I'm talking about general thoughts. (laughs) Um, He's like, I'm done. He's looking at you like, that's it. Continue. <laughs> yeah, as much as I loved your general thoughts, I might have loved this movie better <clears throat> or more. Wow. <laughs> um, Jacob's the resident GDLT fan. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, Which check out the premium on that. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah check out our GDLT for one dollar on bank uh, says cinemabankcamp.com slash four fifty north slash <laughs> slash four fifty north for your. Thank no, you, uh, D Brand, for 
sponsoring us. <laughs> QD. D brand. Oh, That's I a, think you said QD. No. Like quality dairy sponsoring us now. <laughs> DQ. <laughs> We're getting everybody. I <laughs> know. They don't know it Microsoft, yet, shout out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is like the Pinocchio story that like, like Robert Zemeckis has felt like it was, it was, it felt like it was trying to like recreate the wheel with Pinocchio and like try to be this generation's Pinocchio that it was for many past ones. And I think it failed completely and there's no reason for you to watch that Pinocchio versus the original. This one, I feel like there's a huge point to watch it. And I don't know, I still don't know exactly what the true Pinocchio story is. But mm-hmm. for them to add the war into this adds a layer of depth. And you didn't have the stupid fucking island that we all hated in the original. This one gets, you oh, know, a little bit more. Hey, yeah, I'd say Travis <laughs> loves that. See that part. You like the, the Treasure Island part or whatever the fuck it was called? Pleasure, Pleasure Island? Island? Oh, there's an amazing line or like moment in, in the original. From oh, the original. Is? No, I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. No, no, not no. Zemeckis. Do you, know, do you know what it is? No. Being I've... bad's a lot of fun, ain't it? Being bad's <laughs> a lot of fun, ain't it? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> um, no, I'm not talking to. I'm talking. <laughs> this is Robert Zemeckis's pleasure. Oh, trailer. that scene. I did not okay. watch. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen the the d- new Disney Pinocchio. No, and I probably won't. <laughs> yeah, okay. don't. Good, good idea. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we might as well revisit the original. We've seen the other two. Might as well fucking. Yeah, I don't remember the original at all. Complete the <laughs> complete the royal the triple crown. Uh, I while we're talking about this, I should say I was looking up the other versions of Pinocchio, and um, how many the, versions are there? Hold on, there's a there's a lot more, but the two that I'm thinking of from 2019 and um, hold on, 2019 and 2002, the guy that the guy that starred as Pinocchio in 2002 directed the 20 or directed the 2019 one and starred as Geppetto. So he was Pinocchio in 2002, and then he was Geppetto in 2019, and also directed. Or wait, no, he directed the first one, sorry. And then was Geppetto in the second one. Anyway, huh. it's it's a weird... Yeah, you just took me for a loop. I have no idea where I'm I at. Gotcha. I am now. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, Filch from Harry Potter was... Yeah, your boy. Geppetto, yeah. Watched that last night. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, the stop motion. I mean, stop motion in general never like ceases to amaze me. I mean, the 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 amount of work that has to go into it. And you see and you're like... Like some of the things were so smooth that it almost felt animated at times. I mean, technically. Which was this all stop motion? I mean, there was some CG, I would assume. Like some of the fading. I mean, some of the fading effects and things were probably. I honestly don't know. CG, but. I feel like. Well, there was like effects laid over like the. Yeah. There was effects laid over like um, the puppets, like when. She like adds the like life or soul yeah, or yeah. whatever like that obviously is right. That's what I, that's CG. all I'm talking about. Yeah. Like other than that though, no, it was all stop motion. And there's another there's a Netflix. <clears throat> oh yeah, making piece, up. I making saw up. that. Yeah. That's like a half hour that I'm interested to see because yeah, I watched like just like the very short thing that comes on after the movie, and it was like pretty incredible to see all the different sizes of puppets and stuff that they used and del toro loves practical right so right yeah i mean that's where his claim to fame i mean that's where he started but 
Um, I actually like this rendition of Pinocchio too, mm-hmm. how he looked. He was like, a, and they added like these. Yeah, because his adult dad he themes. makes him in one night when he's drunk. Yeah, yeah. It, they, it's just perfect. Yeah, sense. they add adult themes to it. Um, Man, there were so many things that I was trying to tackle in this. Like, it's hard to even think about everything that was trying to tackle. Right. Yeah, and um, the way that Pinocchio, when he was first made, was kind of walking around and it felt really labored and distraught and um yeah as he let his growth was like you it was understandable it's like what you could see the things that shaped him right yep like there was clear moments where it's like oh now he's starting to think about this and this and this and it was like clear it was didn't seem cheap everything was explained without being like over explained right Mm -hmm. yeah so um overall um like this quite a bit. Well, I'm going to say that I possibly borderline loved Pinocchio. Um, I pretty much right there with you. I think the way that it tackles so many things without like anything feeling like exposition. Yeah. Like exposition heavy forced or like heavy handed, I thought was incredible. It does like a perfect balancing act of like all of these themes you know, existentialism, death, like just religion, yeah, religion, <laughs> uh, fascism, just like the politics in it too is pretty great. And I mean, yeah, I just, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, yeah, I love how it's like. I think it perfectly balanced all those without being too dark. Too like everybody's like, oh, it's like such a dark take on Pinocchio. It's like, yeah, it's darker than Disney, but it's really not. I mean, is that it though? Bad? The first one was pretty dark too, right? I think that this one deal yeah. is a little bit dark, darker for sure. For sure, but it's not like it's not like this thing that is too dark for like kids to watch. You know, I think it's still accessible to children yeah. and they could get a lot from it. Um, but yeah, I loved all of the animation. I thought it was super well done. All of the voice acting was tenfold better. Like, oh yeah, McGregor is. I was gonna say that he did amazing. Sebastian. And yeah, David. Uh, what's his name? David Brand. Is that Phil? Phil, yeah, Phil's yeah. from Harry Potter. Yeah, him as Geppetto, like his voice as Geppetto, like and especially like, his character design. I don't know how it just like fit. It looked or sounded so on point. And I mean, that's pretty much everybody. Like Tilda Swinton as the as the spirits too. Mm-hmm. Of course, that Christoph. was perfect. <laughs> At first, I thought it yeah, was um, Kate Blanchett. She's in it, but I don't know who she is. She must be the sister then. No, Tilda Swinton does both of them. Oh, then. <laughs> She, Kate Blanchett is in it? She's in it, but oh, I don't remember she's the, so she's, plays. she's the monkey. Yes, the monkey, which makes... Wait, <laughs> she what? does. So she does the... Spazatura. Yeah, maybe that's a question for... Well, it's not really a spoiler. Because uh, like the monkey... Because the puppets, the other actual puppets at some point talk to Pinocchio. Is that like the monkey talking? Oh, that must be... Because then the monkey doesn't talk? I don't know. Uh, it would seem kind of weird to have Kate Blanchett just to... Yeah, unless <laughs> that's like unless that's like a manifestation of like Pinocchio's thoughts like yeah. coming through the puppets. But because that was a weird scene when yeah those couple scenes when the puppets are talking to him, but they're being controlled by Spazzatura. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, back to general thoughts. Yeah, there's I love like this like the how the story unfolds in this one a lot more too. It seems except for one point, everything seems to like flow into each other really nicely. And there's one point where all that, like, I'll we'll get to it, but it's my pretty much my only problem with uh, the movie. But yeah, I loved all the uh, creature designs as well. Monstro looks amazing in this. Mm-hmm. 
much better than the Zemeckis version. And the, the, like I said, the fairy or the deities or whatever you want to call them too. And that realm that he goes to. Yeah. yeah. Limbo. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. That's it for now. All right. Uh, for me, I liked it quite a bit. Um, things I did like were the stop motion animation. I thought it was done really well and looked pretty seamless. Um, something you guys haven't mentioned was some of the songs. I really liked the, uh, I think it was the first song that they break into. Uh, Everything is new to me. That was a good song. And then mm. uh, Chow Papa was also a banger. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I added that one to the Spotify playlist. <laughs> I did. Oh, I was already sent. <laughs> Everything is new to me. <laughs> On Saturday night, I'm like, he's like, this is a banger. I'm like, oh, I thought you were serious. He's like, I am serious. I was like, I was like drinking a little bit, like prepping for the night out or whatever. <laughs> I turn on this. Everything is new to me. I did like it in the movie, though, I will say. Yeah. But it was just funny to hear it out of context. Like I hadn't even watched it yet. Uh, and then, yeah, I didn't watch the Zemeckis one, as I mentioned earlier, but um, I did actually watch the original Disney one um, not too long ago. So um, I can kind of compare it to that. Uh I liked the differences in this one, like the additions. Um, I mean, I, I do kind of like the simplicity of the original, but the original does seem a little like quaint at times. Like there's, I don't know, it seems like a lot of this stuff is rushed. Like I um, I appreciated the added story of uh, Geppetto and his uh, son at the beginning of this one. That's pretty oh, yes. absent from the... Yeah original disney mm-hmm. one uh, it just yeah it just gives geppetto a little more backstory um well it makes you it makes like his it just makes more sense yeah, yeah. it just adds <laughs> so much like emotion to like every every uh, it just adds a lot of weight to the whole movie like yeah. everything because the original one is weird i mean i don't know about the zemeckis one but the original disney one uh geppetto just like has this like wild hair up his ass that he wants like a new son it's like not clear <laughs> why he wants like a son so bad and he he always refers to it as like a little boy, and rather than like his son, which makes it kind of creepy. Also, kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one gave it like because like it wasn't warm right away, so it mm. gave more. I don't know. It felt more natural. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it just yeah. It just makes more sense as a whole. Um, the additions they made to this story. Um, I mean, it is a little long in that regard, but like for an animated movie. Not not too long though, um, but it could have used maybe a little shave. Um, like you guys mentioned, uh, all the themes in the movie I thought were handled really well, um, and just appreciate that they were all present in the movie. Uh, some good voice acting, like you guys mentioned, and then um, <clears throat> one thing I may disagree a little bit with is the like creature character design. I like some of them in this one, like Geppetto uh, would probably be the standout, but like I prefer like the original Pinocchio and like I think the whale is better than the dogfish in this one. I think they're kind of going for the same thing. Um, so yeah, I was kind of mixed on the character design, but the animation itself was awesome. And uh, yeah, that's about it for general thoughts. I mean, the only thing on the design that I would push back on is the is like what we said the 
the idea that he's made in one night here and he's like a like a drunken like he's made out of he's made out of like almost anger yeah i I guess it makes more sense but just visually i don't like it as much i still like them visually i love the kind of basic hole right where his heart is yeah where geppetto put his home it's pretty good (laughs) um there's just a lot of small (laughs) things that like i think go a long way in this movie yeah, I did yeah. like the use of his nose, like how they actually like, mm-hmm. there's like a practical use of it at one point. And like, I don't know, because when you think Pinocchio, you think his nose plays a big factor. But when I watched the original Disney one, it doesn't play that big of a factor. In the well, movie. there's that one scene, too, that he uses it practically, right? Yeah. In the keys. Oh. In the original. And I cannot remember the original at all. Yeah, I was going to ask in the original. I'm glad that you did watch it. How did they get out of Monster on the original? Travis. Monster? Monstro. <laughs> the Why whale. Did you just watch this thing? How did um, they get out of the whale <laughs> in the original? I forget. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, and I haven't even watched it forever. They build a fire inside his belly. And I know. Like, was that the same? So the, the Zemeckis, Zemeckis was the same as the original? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember how they got it out. Yeah, of. it's the same. But I think that his, I didn't know if, I, I think this has to be the correlation. I didn't know. I just looked, I was looking up the story of Pinocchio and the author was named Carlo Collodi, which was oh, the name, was of, the name son. of the boy. Nice. Yeah. So I want it, I'm assuming <coughs> that's got to be the connection. It's got to be intentional, right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the original was written like in the 1800s, right? Yeah. So all of the stuff with like Fascism the Great War and, and that, yeah. yeah, that was like totally Del Toro's touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually. I mean, a, he loves that, right? Yeah, it's like he, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth too. And, and uh, what's the point? <laughs> the Devil's Backbone. Devil's Backbone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah those Geppetto. bomb. Those see the bomb dropping. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is Devil's Backbone all <laughs> yeah. freaking. Yeah. Geppetto was in the original was actually his neighbor, and the carpenter gave a black wood to his neighbor yeah let's see it makes it weirder i feel like this (laughs) definitely makes the story more modern and like yeah easier too speaking of that bombing scene though i did kind of hate that the reason for him going back was for a fucking pine cone (laughs) why that was was, i mean it was like yeah like yeah like sure there's like some importance with it i guess but it just seemed like a little too convenient and it adds well i mean and it adds to like the importance of the tree too because like that tree came from the pine cone that carlo wanted to say but uh carlo didn't know what was happening he didn't know they were being bombed it was uh yeah, yeah no right. shit <laughs> well, so like, what would be a better reason to go back into the yeah, church because like he looked hard to find a perfect pine cone and then he found one so it makes sense he would want to keep it if he just forgot it like two feet away, he's like, well, he Oh, I forgot to, it. He wanted to plant it too, to build a tree, to build, yeah, to build a tree to make wood. So I, I think it made sense for him to go back because no, he was that, a kid and that, forgot what? the pine cone. In that 10 seconds there. though, there was a bombing. <laughs> it was already happening. That's why if they If you want to talk about a bad bombing scene, let's jump to the next one. No, it just but, seemed super convenient is all I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. I, this, definitely this, is, so yeah. let's get into the scene that totally like took me completely out of the movie. Where he's in the youth military camp or whatever, they get bombed and he just like flies up over the wall. Hell yeah. And then Count Volp is conveniently right on this cliffside, like to find him. And then he gets 
Then he wants to burn him at the stake, and then all of a sudden fire hurts him. I was him really confused when he yeah. didn't when fire didn't bother him before. Like that whole scene is just a string of like potholes and just it's a mess. I hated that scene. <laughs> well, not, Volpe not wasn't on the cliffside. Uh, Kyle's corner. He was walking he up there. Well, he was walking up. Then he took him to the cliffside. Mm. Still don't like it. Yeah, I mean. Doesn't change it much, but yeah. for me, it's like I can be more accepting of those like conveniences because it's a fairy tale, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, that's all they are. They're not meant to be realistic. They're meant to teach you a lesson, and I think this perfectly <clears throat> does that. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of those things, like if I mean, just from watching the Zemeckis one, like it is, they have to get to like scene after scene like so quickly, and it's some of that stuff just doesn't flow together as nicely when i was watching this it was like everything made sense why they were except for that yeah Yeah. and then it gets to that and it's like okay did like they just like the writers forget what they had said before like i don't know the um the tilda swinton like afterlife stuff isn't in the original right no no you just (laughs) we haven't seen the original in 20 years years. i don't i don't remember (laughs) but i just want to make sure Definitely when I watched not. this as a child, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Was it in the Zemeckis one? Fuck no. No, 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 no. no. The Zemeckis one was pretty much beat for beat. It, the original. Yeah. It's a typical mm-hmm. Disney live That's action remake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I don't remember the original, so I guess I can't. I mean, I think it's pretty much a mirror image of I I, have no, I literally very, don't. Yeah. I mean, even That's Pinocchio right. looks identical. <laughs> which I thought was, is my favorite yeah. line in the uh, Zemeckis movie. <laughs> no, now that not. I don't know. If it's not, then I have zero interest in it. It's not in there. It's not. If you've not seen Polar Express, trash. you've seen The Pleasure Island. I have not seen Polar <laughs> Express. <laughs> oh, well. Never mind then. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what else? I Anything? mean, I can <laughs> talk just a little bit more about like the topics it was trying to like talk about. Right. Um, I mean, I just thought it was like so interesting how they created these, how you could take these topics and they still work in this like film and also make sense. This beer is not good. (laughs) (laughs) It's it, it tastes like, if I was chewing a rainbow strip and accidentally ate some of the wrapper, <laughs> like I started chewing on the wrapper, <laughs> so great. There's a flavor. I but, love that wrapper flavor. <laughs> ugh. But I mean, like, okay, you have like the religion part, right? It's like taking talking a big thing. There's, you know, they they don't like him because he's brought to life by like a pagan god, goddess, right? Mm-hmm. Basically. And he's this like devil thing that's yeah they view witchcraft. him as demonic yeah, but then you know you have him Jesus like in there and he's like he's made of wood yeah I love that yeah I love <laughs> that part like it's like he's made of wood and they all love Jacob, him Jacob back off that's I own religious un- religious undertones yeah <laughs> so I knew you loved that's my that. thing that's Kyle's corner you can you can be a guest spot <laughs> but, but see like they brought in like religion but also made it like relevant for him as a character like this person's made of wood and they all love him he's made of wood and they all hate him and he's trying to understand that and like that kind of topic to like segue basically to bring in religion is kind of incredible i don't know Mm. no it is that was that was really good and they use him like they use his like naivete and like his childness childish whatever like his infant 
infant brain in like a good way without making him like too dumb. Yeah. Like he learns like the meaning of the word burden, right? And then like it's impactful to him. And then Geppetto says it like without even knowing what, you know, Jiminy or child Sebastian said. Yeah. And then it's like he like gets really fucked up by that. And I don't know, just like all the stuff with like him learning like as he goes through this story. Yeah. Was just like. Yeah, really like it well made done. sense. Yeah. And I also thought even um whatever Samuel the Gemini cricket Sebastian. Sebastian, Sebastian whatever his name was. Samuel. It makes about much sense as a French name for a <laughs> Well, so. that's the other thing too. Did you were you bothered at all by No. the accents and that because did they're bother supposed to be me. Italian. Yeah, that did bother me. But some people some people, yeah, but that's the thing. Is like there were scenes where they were the people in the background were speaking Italian. Yes, yeah. So like that was already like miles ahead of the other one, which mm-hmm. was just terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I it was still would have been better if they had Italian accents. I think, but it doesn't more matter. consistent. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter that much. But I will say, um, um, one thing I didn't like was the like the whole aspect of like the militarization of Pinocchio that just seems like I liked that. That just seems so overdone though. In movies, like anytime there's like a, <laughs> a, a being that is, you know, like supernatural or can like live forever or whatever. It's like, Oh, let's take that angle. I don't know. It just seemed like an angle that's but taken I, far too many times. Yeah. But don't you think that with the twist of like the youth and then also the father son angle, like that plays doubly into like Je- yeah Pinocchio's it works and just... then the, this the candlewick's relationship with uh his father ron perlman i forget the guy's name prospector or whatever the fuck yeah it's. like that worked really well like that scene when he kind of like stands up to him i felt was pretty good yeah, yeah. no it, it works for the story it's just i don't know it just seems like something that's a little too common in movies <clears throat> yeah but sure, we've seen it before. Yeah. But but I was also talking about Sebastian. Too. Okay, I don't remember what Jiminy Cricket's purpose was. To be his guide. To but, teach him right now. Because it never seemed like he was so as obvious as this one. I feel like this one made more sense. Maybe it's because he was inside of him. So it was like he was actually there more. I don't know. It just felt like it worked better. I loved their relationship. Yeah. A lot. Like how they like taught each other things kind of well i i think this one's different too because sebastian stays with um geppetto Geppetto, yeah and he doesn't really follow pinocchio for a while yeah yeah and he doesn't end up saving him yeah because i feel like i feel like in the original jiminy is always with pinocchio like he follows him everywhere and he's trying to be like his conscience for him yeah well i think i mean the rubber zemeckis which i if it was beat for beat like the original then he found him and then helped him escape Mm. and yeah. this one he just never well it do something similar with the jar he put tea. right but he never goes finds him by himself he goes with geppetto to find yeah him, yeah yeah that's true which is completely different yes and geppetto gets caught in monstro before pinocchio mm-hmm. and then they meet in monstro which i think was no. also different geppetto's in monstro first in the original also and in zemeckis oh was it yeah gotcha Anyway, yeah, doesn't change anything. <clears throat> yeah, but um, I did the 
I did love the um, the death place. I know we kind of mentioned it, but um, I liked how how that was like fantastical. Like it added an element of that fantasy that you didn't really see in the other ones, and it was so Del Toro. Like that yeah. that scene was so Del Toro, and how you have to get stuck in basically purgatory for longer and longer each time you die. And like, we don't, you know, really know how long time is passing. I mean, obviously we see on screen, but how much time would eventually have to like keep passing? Cause the hourglasses keep getting bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. And then like how much time would eventually have to pass when he would die his 10th, 15th time, you know, it's like that, that ideology and that, concept was i thought really cool i mean and the fact and like him coming into terms with what mortality actually meant which is and he learned he learned a lot of a lot of his growth i felt happened when he died i mean makes sense yeah everything (laughs) that death was saying too, like just like putting it in the simplest of terms like life can bring great suffering but eternal life it can bring eternal that was such a good line (laughs) i loved that yeah it's like life can be suffering and eternal life can be yeah, eternal Yeah, like the beauty suffering. of life is that it's short, yeah, fragile, exactly. yeah. and short. Because he doesn't appreciate that. Like he's like thinks it's cool at first that like he can die and come back. And then she's he's like, like, well, that's he says not, that. He's like, isn't that good? He's yeah, like, she's well, like, well, then you're never really alive because yeah. you don't appreciate that. So, yeah. Yeah, I loved all that. All of that stuff. He's like, death isn't so bad. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's some, it's some hourglasses, a lot of sand. <laughs> yeah, lots of sand. <laughs> Are you afraid of that? No, That's it's not the other bad. thing we haven't even talked about. I thought this actually, the movie was really funny. I laughed a lot. There yeah. was a lot of good lines, like from Pinocchio especially. Like, it was actually really funny. Yeah. Yeah, like his, his childish yeah. humor. Yeah, exactly. Him just asking dumb questions, but <laughs> they were hilarious. <laughs> Especially that that's it was lots of sand. Yeah. Yeah, Pinocchio definitely had the best lines and yeah, I was actually chuckling, found myself laughing quite a bit a lot more than I, I thought even I liked would. the little um Mussolini when he goes, Oh this yeah. isn't good. Shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> burn down I don't the whole like place. These kind of puppets. I don't like these puppets. Yeah. yeah. Shoot him, burn down the whole place. Yeah, I felt like they made him like to- like Mussolini look like totally like stupid and childlike on purpose, like just a tiny yeah it's funny that that was uh, i mean he was short but like very very short what's his face spongebob oh tom kenny that's another connection is tom kenny does the voice of another in another pinocchio movie oh really (laughs) yeah but yeah i know he's in this movie yeah but i didn't know that i didn't even know kate blanchett was in this movie i thought that tilda swinton was well yeah when i looked it up i saw her and then i was like okay i'm like reading the names of who these people are playing i'm like i don't know the names are i'll find out in the movie and then I never heard Kate Blanchett or like recognized her. And then uh, the other one I didn't recognize or find, like I never heard their voice was, um, fuck, what's the guy's name? John Tuturo. Yeah, John Tuturo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Dottore was. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't know I who that remember. is, that character. The most originally obvious. I thought he was Count Volpe, but then <clears throat> which one was Dottore? Because uh, Mussolini was ill something il duce yeah duce. but that was tom kennedy or whatever um let's see but which one was dotor uh, i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying to look it up right now the priest looked like burn <clears throat> that is who yeah that is. i know yeah. and that, that um, looked just like him 
I'm literally not getting any image results. You can't find it? <laughs> yeah. I have to go through this whole fucking screen in an article. Um, That's what I'm on. <laughs> it's like this long article just to find the one person. I, I'm sure the one thing I'll say, though, about uh, like other. He's the char- doctor who lives and works in Geppetto's village. The doctor. That's what it says. That He has like one scene, maybe. There's not even the guy, a picture. It just says supporting cast. Yeah. Remember when he's when he's dead and he's like, there's not much we can do. And he like puts his oh, down. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's no heartbeat. That was yeah. Yeah, that was, him. was like, that was him. Yeah. No. Yeah. His body's already rigid. Yeah. Well, it's been yeah. rigid. He's made of wood. He's always rigid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was him. That was his entire part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. The other thing I was gonna say is the, I'm sure there's like, mythology and like metaphor for some things that we don't even know to like the four black rabbits or whatever, like stuff like that. That I don't I'm sure if you don't, honestly, deeper, I feel you, like you there is quite a bit that's worth it, like a rewatch on this. I would 100% rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, like there's definitely more to it that you can't just get on a first viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you guys have anything else to say on Pinocchio? Any spoilers, I guess? I mean, everybody is it, knows is the story. It, the story is the same. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. I guess anything added, we've already said, so not much to spoil. I kind of liked the thought of him becoming a real boy. Wasn't him literally becoming a physical boy, but just becoming mortal. Yeah. Well, okay. So the ending. Yeah. They do leave. Uh, Spoilers for Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. They, I, I remember in the Zemeckis one, they did the same thing. They left it ambiguous as to whether he like became a real boy or not. But like in that one, you, the thought was like, would he be a human boy? And in this one, it's very clear. Like, is it, is he mortal or not? Yeah. It's just showing you what is like, what does it mean to be human? And they go past this part. They go past the story the ending of those movies too. It gets dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone died. Everybody he loves dies. And that's exactly what continues on. What happened? Yeah. yeah. And which I thought that was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause he's still immortal now. It's not like he got, yeah, mortal life. He just came back again, right? Mm-hmm. Cause the wish. Yeah. But he's still not mortal. He was, he was a real boy for a little bit, right? Until he died and got yeah, brought instantly. back. instantly. <laughs> yeah. So apparently in folklore, black rabbits host the souls of dead humans. Mm, there you go. Nailed it. I mean, I also love the visual of not death, but the one who gave life. What was her name? Spirit, the spirit. They're both the blue spirit. I think it's like the blue the forest spirit. sprite or something. What's it called in this though? It's something different than the blue. I mean, it is the blue fairy, but because you saw all the souls, right? Look like eyeballs, and yeah. then they all like credited coalesced. As wood sprite is what the IMDb says. So yeah, they all like coalesced together, and they were just the wings with eyes, and that's a symbol too. Because biblical angels, yeah, like the actual biblical form mm-hmm. angels are just wings with eyes. Mm-hmm. They're not like these people things. They're literally, it describes them. They're like selling monstrosities. They're just like oh, eyes. Have you seen artist renditions of oh, them? Oh, I love They're it. crazy. I, I love angels. like, I love the original, like the actual I biblical angels. Shit. They look metal as hell. Yeah, it is metal. <laughs> yeah. Artist renditions. No, you- just type in bi- tr- uh, biblical, true biblical angel. Yeah, it would, it'll yeah. it'll pop up. Depiction yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're just eyes on wings, and that's what she was when she first formed. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a biblical reference <laughs> right there. Definitely, and the and the uh, death was like um, a uh, 
chimera more than anything else. Yeah. Snake tail and lion body and uh well they didn't she kinda had like a mask for a face, but yeah. <clears throat> pretty, pretty cool. Okay. Anything else now on Pinocchio? Well, they look fucking metal. I told you. <laughs> yeah, biblically accurate. Angels. Angel, yeah. Yeah, it looks like Del Toro's, but he had like a mask. I wonder if that meant anything because it, it clearly had a human mask, not a f- actual face. Which one? The Both of them? Sprites, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because I thought that was kind of interesting. Why, like, you know, not have them have a moving face? Yeah. Part of that mythology of like, if you like were to like look at angels or like anything, any Go heavenly, blind or you would, yeah, like you would. So like that's your like brain would melt. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> Pinocchio doesn't have a brain, so. Yeah, so you can look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what are you going to rate it out of five stars? I'm going to give it a four and a half. <laughs> Again with the <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> I'm going to just do that every time. Well, look at this fucking mask. Anyway, um, I am going to give it a 4.5 as well. I am also a 4.5. I'm giving it a 4. All right, you ready to move on to our second beer? Yes. You done over there, Travis? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <coughs> what's, the, what's the next one called, Jacob, so I can look it up while you're paying Rainbow Paradise. I'm going to grab Rainbow Paradise. Yeah. This is a triple X series. So Oh, so this one's going to be stronger, right? Should be stronger and have more fruit. Nice. Love that. Oh, yeah, way higher rating, too, 4.3. Mm, okay. Pass that over here. Thank you. You pointed right. to a glass, Jacob. There's no point. <laughs> oh, did you give us two glasses? No, I only gave you one. I have two glasses here. Well, then one of them might be old. <laughs> so <laughs> or maybe I did bring two down. Maybe I accidentally uh, brought you two. Okay, we're moving on to uh, Slushy Oh, X- the Ogma was X- dec- decorative, you oh, asshole. Uh, well, <laughs> I used it. <laughs> It was next to each other. It was not obvious, but now I have a new glass. Yeah, perfect. Awesome for you. You done, ladies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on to Slushy XXXL Rainbow Paradise. Oh, yeah. So it's actually not stronger, but um, I don't know. I think it just means it's more it's, rare. Like yeah. They don't make as many yes, of them. There's less. less yeah, that's true. Um, so Rainbow Paradise XXXL is conditioned on raspberry, orange, pineapple, blueberry, lime, and grenadine. See, this sounds better. Already sounds <clears throat> a lot better. This is grenadine. a fruited sour, though. It's not classified as a smoothie beer. So that could be that could be a mistake on Untap's part, or this could just be a fruited sour. I would guess that's I not don't, true because it's I don't still usually love. Slushy, uh, yeah. I don't usually love lime flavoring, but this is giving me huge what is wrong uh, with you? sherbet vibes, and I'm pretty excited. Oh, you don't like like lime on like tacos and lime flavoring, lime, lime flavored. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> wow, <laughs> dumb fuck. No, I get it because like I love bananas, but I hate banana flavored things. Think for one fucking second. I'm just gonna leave. Um, okay, so this is coming in at 5.3%, very close to the last one, zero IBUs, 450 North, obviously. Uh, I would agree, it's like sorbet, sherbet sounding flavors, so very excited to try. 
Let's crack into it. Uh, it went all over me. This one's dark as fuck. Thick boy. It's so thick. Jesus, Jacob. <laughs> That's not me. That's Kyle. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I like this up. is coming out like applesauce. Travis, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. This is literally like applesauce being poured out of this thing. I'm going to have to save that sound. God, it smells way better. Yeah. <laughs> Sound Look it. at this. It's yeah. so like Oh, thick. dude, the bottom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, like my God. Thick. Maybe Jacob that's what the X that. stand for is thickness. It just. Dude, yeah. yeah, this is. Okay, if they don't classify this as a smoothie, then get fucking real. Dude, it's a smoothie beer. <laughs> and it tastes infinitely better than the last one. So thick, I literally have to like stir it in. Just drink from the top. No, because it's in the middle. It's no separated. drink from the bottom. How's he gonna do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna it's crack gonna a glass. hole in it. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Tastes like cherry limeade. Yeah, this is so good though. It, the lime is strong with this one though. So if you don't like lime, this doesn't taste like lime flavoring. It tastes. Tastes like very limey, but very like those good. Uh, lime juice you can buy in like the green lime shaped like bottles. That's what it tastes like versus a fresh lime. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so thick, though. It's literally like it has a texture. <laughs> like I'm chewing on this beer. How's the mouthfeel? Chewy? Chewy. <laughs> did you just say mouthfeel? Don't say mouthfeel. <laughs> Don't say mouthfeel. I already did. Yeah, I prefer this one over the. Oh, the this is great. One. Yeah, it's great. I, I think I just love the ones that are like lemony. And great limony. in comparison. Yeah. yeah. No, it is very good. I feel like the, any of the ones like with these fruit beers, I do need like a citrus. And that's what kicks it off for me. Like orange. Otherwise, what? It's too sweet for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I need that, that last sour. one had orange in it. And it I know, but it just didn't work. It. That was more of the other problems of it. But like this has that lime in it and it. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Yeah. Travis is quick. I know. Jesus. Doesn't even give t- give it give it a couple drinks, my guy. <laughs> he's Ew. like Travis judges on the first drink. I know he's like, yep, that's what it is. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> he said he wanted to drink some beers. He's ready for a third. I think <laughs> seriously. Sheesh. Um. Yeah. Just I'm like, definitely just getting orange movies. Too. Just run through them. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Mid plus, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> Why linger if it's not great? <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, twenty percent, twenty five percent off uh, untapped merchandise. If you guys want, Kyle's wearing. A Kyle's wearing a merch. <laughs> I got my right merch now. right now. <laughs> Shout out untapped for the uh, sweaty. Our next sponsor. <laughs> the, yeah, our next uh, <laughs> the untaps uh, nano reviews. I think if we message them, we can get some swag. Like just like that would be enough swag stuff we all get stuff we all get checking this in. Real I'm quick looking at Jacob's picture on. of uh, Rainbow Rush on Untapped. Are you guys in a garage or basement? Basement, <laughs> basically. Still in the basement. Haven't. It's not like a barbarian basement, though, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a Michigan basement. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
Really? So I feel like it's more Finnish than like a, what I would think of. Technically, it's a Michigan. It's like basement. a fringe. Yeah, it's technically a Michigan. Wait, basement. are we ever moving out of this basement? No, I'm gonna make. He's gonna put oh yeah. You're gonna, okay, in. that's why. That's why I was wondering. I was like, well, you said still in it. I'm like, well, after no, it still won't be in be. it even then. Yeah. But, Chelsea's cool. dad has an unfinished basement, and uh, he's been saying he's gonna finish it for like twenty plus years. <laughs> he's going to. Yep. <laughs> why are you judging him? That's my stepdad. The addition that he built twenty five years ago. It's still oh, not yeah. done. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Classic dad. I just need the manpower to put do it. That's all I need. Well, don't well, ask me, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. So what you I'm come doing. and visit Travis. <laughs> guess what <laughs> yeah. we're doing? Putting you to work. <laughs> Putting you to work, boy. <laughs> it's like, this hey, remember, remember that diaper party? Basement? You'll get to see it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are what are dads for other than fucking helping with projects? Exactly. And drinking beer and cussing, <laughs> cussing when things don't go well. That's right. Do you not have any? Yeah, you do. Dude, this thing That's is thick. I know. I love Let it. Let it sit too long. <laughs> Sink to the bottom? Is it sinking? I don't know. Jacob's peeing real quick. No, I just feel like I'm drinking like a, a yogurt smoothie or something. Yeah. This says smoothie style, too. All right, let's move on to some nano reviews. Who wants to start? I know Travis said he has a lot. I have one. Josh I have has as couple. much as I need. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to go? You want to start? Sure. Let's uh, kick it off hmm. however you want. <laughs> I'll start with Bell. The movie that Jacob watched a while back. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Wait. <laughs> that was a random one. You watched the, the anime. Okay. All of the shit that I hear about anime, and you watched Bell. <laughs> yeah, I was I was curious, and it was on HBO, so I popped. Well, honestly, I watched a, a trailer or part of it, and the animation mm-hmm. looked pretty dazzling, so I thought I'd give it a poke. And yeah. uh, it was all right. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I pretty much agree with what Jacob had to say on the show whenever he talked about it. Like I thought the animation was really good, probably the best part. Um, I liked the like different take on the Beauty and the Beast story, but it was a little long and also just like yeah. I don't know if I fully loved the um, the like metaverse or whatever they were doing it had like um big like ready player one vibes sword art online hmm no <laughs> what was that like, what? <laughs> sword lay is like a medieval fantasy sword art online yeah world this is like just oh. the internet in mm. physical form i did kind of like the no, um <laughs> well yeah i guess there's somewhat of like a reveal towards the end regarding that world and i did like that aspect of it but that's kind of spoilery Hmm. yeah it was solid i don't know if it would be like because yeah i'm in like total cram jam mode right now watching all the year's releases trying to finalize my list trying to get a top yep top 10 list together this one is not uh nearing the top though it's mid (laughs) 
Well, cool. Uh, Josh, you want to go? Sure. I'll be quick and brief. I watched... Not too brief. Well, not too brief. I finally got around to watching Terrifier. Hell the yeah. The movie that I've anticipated for quite some time now. <clears throat> and um, I liked it. I did not love it. And my main gripe isn't with any of the the movie itself. It's a very B be real movie. I knew that going in, so the acting was horrible, but yeah. it is what it is. I mean, I've heard it's very low budget, so. Yeah, I mean, well, we, we 35,000 yeah, 35, dollars. So, um characters Lowest sucked. Budget. Everyone was dumb and did it everything that you expect them to do. I'm not convinced as of art as a strong slasher killer. And my oh, reason of that Come on. I thought it's pretty is good. there's no build up there's no like the reason why we like some of the slashers or the reason why i like most slashers and why they're acclaimed by a lot of people is their backstory why they're doing what they're doing what they're doing how they became to be yada 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 art we don't get any of that he's more of a kyle's favorite phrase evil incarnate yeah, but even my even fr- that's my favorite phrase. Oh, dude, <laughs> I hear that like <laughs> four times an episode. <laughs> From me, you yes. have said it a couple times. <laughs> um, but but even Michael Myers, I mean, we still get backstory of Michael Myers and and you know all these other all these other killers and slashers. We've 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 gotten a backstory of them. This what about w- the Cenobites? Who you calling pinhead? <laughs> <laughs> Even those we get, we get what they are. They're a, a species that love torture. Art. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen Terrifier, so I can't say whether that we have no idea who nothing? this guy is. Not we have nothing about him. Mm. So it feels more. Well, like he's just a, evil incarnate, probably. Yeah, but he, so is Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm not quite sold on, like I said, Art the Clown as a lead. He's not making the Mount Rushmore anytime soon. No. Now, Terrifier 2, I heard, does a little bit better job of that. So <clears throat> I will hold my reservations on Art the Clown until I watch that. But off of Terrifier alone, not convinced. I do think that he was, the the acting that he did, the way he is portrayed is really cool. But he's felt more like a like a novelty or like he didn't have like a narrative. It was just like a... You know, killer. He's a terrifier. That's <laughs> in the title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, he looked st- well, scary, and I liked, like I said, I liked all his mannerisms. I liked how he acted. You know, the scene, the one scene with the chopped off boobies, I thought was oh yeah, awesome. that's great. Yeah, but like I said, there's nothing. There's no meat on the bones, and I want some meat. So oh, there's zero. It like is literally just to get you to the point that the, he's the killer, and then it, that's it. It's a slasher. Yeah, but I'm fine with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know if the Terrifier 2 will have the meat on the bones that you're looking for, but there's definitely more meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's more blood. Um, yeah, the practical effects were great. Some of the stuff I, I thought was incredible for I mean, what they did with the, the budget, budget, yeah. Like the girl being sawed in half and stuff. Yeah, that was one of the 
Not easy to do. Do you I don't like know if it, made, it made like no sense because there's no way it'd be that easy. But like, look good. Do you like yeah, his design? Was... Like the look of him at least. Oh yeah, I love. Yeah. I love the look of him, and and I think that. And apparently, the actor go... is actually has training as a mime, so that's why. I don't know if that added much for me, but yeah, I think the I read that. I think the ending kind of sucked, to be honest. But Anything as far as the story was terrible for me. But yeah. yeah, the story was lacking. I will. Yeah, there was there was nothing there. It's fun. It's a little grotesque. I had I was eating, and I was like, mm, probably not the best movie to watch eating. <laughs> um, <Come on. laughs> No, I mean just just the grotesqueness. Not even necessarily the kills, but like the setting was disgusting. You know, everything about this movie was dirty and grimy and nasty, and yeah, it 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 did bring you in and and made you I feel. Mean, metal. <laughs> yeah, it made you feel uh, a certain type of way. That's for sure. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sold on art quite yet. But I am very I am excited for Terrifier two, and Jacob and I will be. Yep. Bringing that to saving it to light when we watch it. Yeah, it's on. Um, what service is it on? I just you can only it. rent it. One. I just bought it. Oh, you bought it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Terrifier. I bought two. Oh, so. oh yeah, it was. Oh, you bought Terrifier also. Yeah. Oh. It was four four bucks to rent or seven to buy. Yeah, so. I'm like, nice. yeah. I don't oh. even think Terrifier two is like it was like ten dollars or something. <laughs> it was on sale or something when I got it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be in cram jam mode here soon too. But um, is yeah, as soon as that's over, I think I'll. Yeah, but I doubt Terrifier two is gonna make the list. Come on. <laughs> Oh, Travis, mm. pretty high on it. So was Matt. Kyle's too critical. I think that's all I need too. to know. Yeah, Kyle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, you said Matt was high on it. No, I kid. Um, <laughs> um, right, I landed you? at a three star. Cool. All right, Ali, we'll talk about a little movie here that I watched called Boiling Point. Uh, this was an early, early twenty twenty two release for us, but um, it is directed by. What's his name? Philip Barantini. Yeah, Baron Barantini. Philip Barantini. Um, based off of a short that he also made with Stephen Graham a couple years earlier, and it's uh, just basically one of those high energy, stressful movies, anxiety driven movies uh, based around a kitchen, which seemed to be pretty popular right now in movies and TV and uh, the gimmick in this movie is it's all done in one shot and one take so there's no hidden cuts or anything it's all actually one take you hear that? yeah 1917 looking at you Um, (laughs) obviously this is much more practical to do because it's set in a restaurant and in a kitchen Um, but yeah that was the the whole gimmick for it and it works pretty well um, in that regard because that like the setting and the what's happening just makes sense for that. It's, you know, the build up to an extremely, the busiest night of the year for them. Um, the, the, the problems that arise on that night, um, and some other things. And, you know, the, the head chef is going through these, these problems. That's kind of like where the title gets from that comes from. Um, and it's also a easy joke, you know, cause Perfect of boy chef, the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it was it was uh, pretty good. I would say the performances and the one shot aspect are the things that elevate it the most. I don't really think it's that um, groundbreaking in any other sense. It's you know, like I said, these are pretty common these days, and 
these kind of kitchen movies and stories are a dime a dozen. Um, and I would say the ending is like super obvious, like where it goes and what happens. It's kind of lame in that regard. Um, so have, I would still recommend it. What, do you have another example say? besides the bear? Um, Sorry, not, I'm trying to call you out. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I knew you were bear. definitely <laughs> referencing, referencing the bear. The bear. <laughs> but beyond that, Oh, well, I guess the menu, right? A, a little uh, bit. Yep, the menu for sure. Um, there's a lot of like docuseries in, too. Like on Bradley Netflix. Cooper's docuseries burnt. ones and like just like TV too, I guess that lives in that world is like super common, especially reality TV. But the Food Network. I mean, <laughs> that's like not, yeah, not that, but like <laughs> more like. Yeah, um, I don't know, more like Hell's Kitchen, I guess. But yeah, I mean, obviously. But it is also smudged. playing into like that, like anxiety-inducing filmmaking, like um, the Safties or like Ship a Baby. Did you yeah. see the second? And what uh, I was going to say too about I didn't say this last time I talked about it, but uh, the White Lotus does this a lot as well. It feels like they the way that it like is played out is like a very long, drawn-out anxiety buildup. Like mm-hmm. they. The, the music and everything that goes into that, like that feels very similar to like a Safdies, but like spread out over eight hours instead of two hours. Cause it's mm. television. So, um, that was something else. That Are you watching mind, but... white Lotus? Yeah. Nice. Are Finish you... season one. I'm on like see episode four or five of season two. Here's I watched uh, season one, this... but haven't watched oh. season two yet. Did you like season one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it quite a bit. Cool. I thought it was okay. I, was, I think season two is better so far. So really, it's more focused. Anyway, I'll get to that. In a yeah, hey, that's on <laughs> TV. Um, but yeah, for boiling point, uh, I'm sure there's other examples. I haven't watched a lot of like I haven't invested in a lot of those like you know Chef or Burnt or other movies like that. But um, definitely common and it's a popular popular genre now subgenre I should say. But um. I would say it's uh, worth checking out, but not going to be end of the year material for me. So, well, it's I not it even eligible for me. So, why? Because it's twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, did you? The second highest comment on this liked comment is undercooked gems. <laughs> undercooked <God>. gems. <laughs> so there's your safety, brother. Okay, this is a UK movie, and it says. I think, and it says January 2022. It was limited released in the United States in November of 2021, there but you go. limited to where? <laughs> New York and LA? Lame. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Get real. Go, go see it if you really care. <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to be Buy on my ranked list fly. of the year, but it's not going to be that's not gonna be yeah, yeah, that's top fine. 10, so that's whatever. You do you do you, Kyle. I, I, will, I will do me. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Travis, you're I, Jacob, you don't have any. I right? do have one. Oh, okay. Uh, Go ahead then. Yeah. Uh so I watched it's called uh Night is Short Walk On Girl. It's uh <laughs> Masaki Yuasa. He did Devil Man. I don't know if you Kyle, if you've yeah. seen Devil Man Cry Baby. Um no, but I know what you're talking about. It was really popular, and I loved that, and that's all I've ever seen by him. I know his; he's known for like this really weird art style that is, like, I think it looks great, but I also could see where you think it looks like shit, and it's just kind of, you buy into it or don't. I mean, you could think P- Picasso looks, drawings look like shit, too, so. 
it's definitely very unique art style. I don't even know why I ended up watching this. I think it was just on HBO Max or something, and I just saw it. But, yeah, I think I loved the animation of it. And it's just basically like a coming-of-age story. It's about, it follows this girl. Is this a movie or a TV show? Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this something that you forgot to log again? No, no he logged it. it. I oh, saw okay. that's when he was he was saying I have nothing. I was like, yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there was the one, one time you came last like last week. You're like, I don't have anything, and then you're like, oh, I do have something. I forgot to log it. Yeah, though. I did forget that, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, did yeah. forget to log it. All right, it's logged, but <laughs> it's just like a coming of age story, and it's about this girl who basically it goes out, and it's like takes place in one night, but it's like a week long, like one night. It's very fantastical but it's just like coming of age as like coming into adulthood not like uh i'm gonna come young adult becoming adults kind of like just adulthood like drinking and that forward kind of thing she can drink endlessly basically and that's like a big part of it but it makes no sense it's just like kind of a wild ride that is almost Studio Ghibli-like in the fantasticalness of it, but also there's, like, meaning there, and it's a whirlwind to watch it. But also there's you can, like, kind of relate in what that's, like, becoming. I guess it's more like college life to adult, not, like, versus childhood to adulthood. And it's just that kind of progression. And, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. It was just, like, an interesting thing to throw on and i think if you have a couple beers and watch it it's even better i did (laughs) (laughs) so and it just fits that well it's weird loopy very anime like japanese-esque so if you're not like if you can't buy into that kind of thing you're not gonna like this movie but if you're already bought into this i think it's interesting and unique enough that it adds a lot to the genre. And it's just an interesting thing to enjoy. So yeah, I gave it a four, I think. A four? Yeah, I would love if, like Kyle, I think you were the only, probably maybe the one who would get it the most. What's this thing called again? (laughs) Night is short, walk on girl. Like I think you'd probably get the most out of it. It's. Is it anything like a girl walks home alone at night? If so, no. I will love it. It's not. Is there any scene where they're on Molly in a club? I mean, the whole and like, or is it black and white? The whole movie is like being like on Molly. It's just like a world. It's psychedelic. I don't know. It's like being on shrooms or something. It's just like a smorgasbord. I thought this was new. Here you go again. Okay. Here you go, Jacob. Tell me if this describes it. This is the. Uh, Did somebody describe the it? first light or the first comment on on Letterbox here? Perhaps the only film to ever include a pub crawl, a 10-minute musical number, a natural disaster sequence, an army of cowboys fighting a crowd of politicians, a slav squad, and still somehow be pretty coherent and unironically amazing. Yeah. I think that's pretty good (laughs) description. Like, so much happens. It literally is, like, just, like, a whirlwind. But And, like, the night is short, walk-on girl is, like, a big part of it. She just moves on like it's like she is interested in drinking and she's like i want to do this on my own terms so she goes to a cocktail bar tries a bunch of different cocktails and then she's like wow i love drinking and she just wants to try and experience experience and so she's well, why can't she she doesn't get drunk i don't it's just she never gets drunk she no matter doesn't. how much she drinks no she can drink endlessly 
Fair enough. And then it's like, then she, all of a sudden she's like, oh, there's like that book when I was a child. Wait, I want to find that book. And she just moves on, like quits that right away and just moves on to the next thing of finding this new mission of finding this book. And then like in the middle of that, she find, gets interested in something else and just leaves and walks on. Like literally she's walks away just keeps moving and leaves everything else behind just to experience new things. And it's kind of like stages, right? It's like the stage of drinking and then like nostalgia and then romance. And it's all these things happening at once. And then there's this also like this love story involved with it where this guy keeps trying, he believes in fate. So he keeps trying to show up in her life. Like she thinks it's an accident, but he's doing it on purpose. Like he knows like kind of her routines and stuff. And he just, walks happens to be there at that time so that he can just like bump into her be like oh hey she's like oh hey and he's like wow i can't believe we're in the same place and he's hoping if he does that enough they'll fall in love and be together so uh i was looking at his credits and i already have one of his movies the directors in my watch list inu o so maybe i'll watch that one first because i think that's a 2022 movie and if i like that i'll go back to watch the night is short that's also on HBO Max. If you're, uh, if you like this movie, watch Inu O, and uh, we can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I've only seen now two things from this guy, and I have liked them both, and just because of how unique they are. Like he must be on something though, because <laughs> they are not something you just jump into right away. But if you have a strong understanding of like where anime can go, I think you can have a better. You can jump into this more comfortably it'd be hard to recommend outside of that honestly is he is there is the world a wacky incomprehensible gorgeous life affirming world it sure is (laughs) that should be the synopsis her character's name is the girl with black hair yeah like it feels like this is more like an art piece Mm. and you you know like you walk into a museum and you rock it's like a mu- I think it's a musical. Yeah, there's a whole musical like part of this. It's just like it is honestly like drug induced magic that's happening on the screen. But I loved it for that. Wasn't perfect at all, but it's just it was a great time. Like just seeing it unfold in front of it, but also have some meaning that you can pull out of it. It's not obvious at all. It doesn't hold your hand in what it's trying to say, but you can definitely get something out of this. And it is just like, yeah, it's happening in front of you. Sweet. Very cool. Travis. Um, yeah. Next for me would be, let's see, uh, bullet train. I could talk about that. Just watched that a couple days ago. Popped up on uh, Netflix. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the director, but, um, well, I'd say he's kind of hit or miss for me, but, um, Mainly watched it because I had heard I had heard mixed things. Some people said it was a lot of fun, and then some people said it was terrible. So thought I would watch it and make my own decision. And um, I don't think it's terrible, but I did not really care for it. Um, it's I would say yeah, it's pretty bad overall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be honest. Uh, I didn't re-listen to your guys' episode, but I meant to just to hear why Josh and Jacob gave it a four because that's way too high for a movie like this i know i think you either buy into it or don't and we did and you didn't and that's okay sure (laughs) 
Do you, are you guys I don't fans think I've seen of the uh, Deadpool movies? I like them for what they are. I don't hate them. See, I liked the first Deadpool, I liked one. and I hated the second one. And I feel like if I went back to go watch the first, I wouldn't like it. Uh, they said they love Deadpool. Anyway, you can move on. So yeah, we were we were talking about Bullet Train, so we'll go back to Bullet Train. Um, I like good. the mm, no, it was not good. It was it was a little too long, and a, not that I had trouble following it, but it was like a little too elaborate for what it needed to be. Just the story and plot and all of it. Like it just was a little too plot heavy and a little too long. And then like of course the whole the majority of the movie takes place on a train. So they like have to like force in these like additional like like flashbacks or whatever to try and like break up the monotony of being on the train, which was just obvious and didn't even really care for all those scenes. And then um, on top of that, like I thought the there was like too much uh, use of like CG, like the CG blood, and I can deal with some of that, but like I don't know, the train crash near the end looked pretty bad and. I don't know how you do that sequence without like a uh, way bigger budget, mm-hmm. but um, still thought it looked terrible. So <laughs> we'll point that out. Um, yeah, I liked I liked some of the actors in it. Like I liked Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry and Brad Pitt. I thought they were good, but I don't know. Just like as the movie wore on, I just became less and less interested. Like I was in for like maybe the first 45 minutes or so. And then, like, the last hour, I just didn't really care. Yeah, I think we said that, though. It was a bit long. If it was, like, an hour and a half, it would hit that sweet spot, I think. But Two questions. What did you think of Zazie Beetz's character? Um, she was fine. <laughs> the the <laughs> whole bitch. The bitch thing, every line, she has to work in bitch. So oh. cringe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some things that were funny in the movie, but then there were other aspects where they just tried too hard, and that would be one example. And then, like, um, the Thomas the Train stuff, I like the idea of it, but I feel like they go to it one too many times, and therefore mm. it just kind of, like, lessened the, the humor regarding it. Yeah, I thought yeah. Brad Pitt was pretty funny, though. Like, um, the probably the best part for me was when he had the briefcase in his hand and he, <laughs> he <laughs> spun the dial. <laughs> that was my and, favorite part too. And got the pops code. open and he's like, Oh, uh, and then just a little like banter after the fact where it's like, why'd you have his, to do that? Bad luck. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay. Second question. What about the water bottle at the end? Okay. That was bad. That was like, the, <laughs> cause it didn't work either. <laughs> Pretty dumb. Yeah. Pretty the water dumb. bottle regarding it's the, like, like tra- how it travels. Yeah. It's important. It's like it's its own character. Because oh, yeah. it show it flashes up like water bottle, like it's a care fucking character. <laughs> like they you know how they give title cards to everybody in the movie? Then they give a title card to the water bottle. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> Killer part. just just as funny or cool as the Ryan Reynolds cameo. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe if it was shorter, it would have been better. But overall, didn't really care for it. For sure. Okay, do you want to do another one, or Josh? Do you want to? Um, do? I I'll probably do like one or two more if I do any more. Well, you have to do Avatar because we literally just talked about it last week. Hmm. Um, we yeah, need to hear I, 
why I still, you love this thing so much. I still like Avatar quite a bit. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like the like the visual effects are great, and I do like some of the action in it. But did you I'm, listen to our episode prior to rewatching it? I have not listened to your episode yet. Okay. It does have its problems, though. I mean, it is a little corny at times, and like you just a, you just love JC. That's all. That's true. <laughs> you <Yeah>. the JC bomb. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. Th- I think people are a little too harsh on Avatar. Too just, harsh. I think people are too light. Yeah, I was gonna too, say forgiving yeah. of it. Just like I mean, it like, for what it is. <laughs> There's other movies I can like for what they are, like Bullet Train. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Bullet Train better than Avatar, according to Josh. It is. <laughs> That's easy given. <laughs> Way better than according to Jacob. Jacob, yeah, I would say really it's way better. Jacob, <laughs> really shit on Avatar. Like Avatar has like nothing going for it. Ouch. Uh, except the um, the uh, science, the science behind it. Yeah. The scientific method was at least followed. they had aver- observation yeah, in there. Yeah. Science rules. Dave, you didn't even fucking rate this Avatar. <laughs> You're a letterbox new. Yeah, you are it's trash a, letterbox. Broken, like. <laughs> oh, I, wait, did I rate it but not actually? No. Like, and you also rated it Pinocchio and didn't put it to your diary. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. It's not on my feed. And yeah, it is now. It's refreshed. Stupid idiot. Uh, no, I only see Travis's. Jacob's just fucking it up. I only have one more. <sighs> All right. Or go I guess two more, but I'm not going to talk. I watched a Netflix original... Oh, you falling love this movie. for Christmas? No, it's just uh, this movie I've heard described as so bad it's good, which means like either your rating is perfect or like way off. I mean, you you look at look at the, this and then tell me what you expect from it. I've I've seen like I've A seen Netflix enough about original, it. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan, starring Lindsay Lohan, produced by Lindsay Lohan, produced by Lindsay Lohan. A director's directorial debut. And you have a dude from Glee in it. Yeah, I know everything about it. <laughs> All of those things. Why and did you watch this? Much. Um, I don't know. Tis the season. <laughs> no. That's that, sounds like a, that sounds like a, a girlfriend pick. <laughs> that's not a good enough reason. No, it's uh, somebody I follow on Letterboxd had recently watched it and said it was a fun seasonal watch. So okay. I do it are. All right. And it's exactly what you expect. I mean, it's a corny hallmark movie feeling thing the the acting was pretty pretty bad um (laughs) i mean nothing about this is remarkable but going in i expected something and this was exactly what i expected so um super short uh she like it's like very cringy at the beginning like very on the nose in terms of like, like her boyfriend's like a, a influencer on Instagram and he's like posts random things and he's like, Oh, we're trending down. Got to make a post. And then he says, he like makes a post and goes, okay, now we're trending. <laughs> and it's like super stupid and corny, but that's what I expected out of it. And I got what I expected. And Lindsay Lohan like has an accident and she gets amnesia and forgets who she is. And she f- gets picked up by, this guy who ends up owning a small quaint resort and her dad owns like these mega resorts. So he's like a millionaire and she's like the duchess of his so-called 
their family like monarchy that they are in terms it's like like a kardashians type family or like a you know that type of family and she's she's a daughter of the rich guy and she hits her head and get amnesia and then goes to this small quaint little little ski resort and then they're like they're like losing reservations and they're about to go under and then she comes in and then she finally remembers who she is and then life goes on and then she ends up falling in love with the guy you know it's it's beat for beat exactly what you expect i mean come on (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna gonna watch this (laughs) if you've seen one of these you've seen a i mean it even says in the fucking like i mean it's pretty mapped out (laughs) i'm kidding now (laughs) it's pretty mapped out in the synopsis and anything you read about it but um, everything that you think is going to happen does happen, which is fine because that's what you expect out of this. So it is what it is. I watched it for a reason and it gave. How was the, uh, the Lohan? She does well. It's good. As, she's, she's back. She's back. She's back. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> yeah she's I mean, back doing her <laughs> mediocre things. Yeah. She was, she's exactly how you remember her. Except less. Attractive. Oh, this is a 2022 yeah, release, <laughs> and it's a 2022 release. Yeah, got to juice the numbers. I'm cram jamming. Kyle, here you go. Miss this. Yeah. One. <laughs> uh, we already did the uh, 100 releases in a year challenge. I'm only focused on top 10 content now. What do I think is going to? You never make know. It? You never know. You never yeah. How are you going to? If this <laughs> is a situation of like the room, it could be five stars. It's true. Is it? No. Okay, then I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> No, but it has a certain level of like charm to it, and the scenes and the the atmosphere is very seasonal and on point. So that's fine. I don't watch that shit. Okay, it's a good uh, Netflix and chill rating five. Is uh, anyone watching plants? Anyone watching Carol for the holiday season? Oh, no. a little rewatch. Huh? A little rewatch, maybe. See, you can't Come watch on. Halloween or you can't watch Halloween holiday movies because holiday that's movies. at the end of the year when like you're trying to get in like the best of yeah, the year. Yeah, you know? I'm uh, dealing with that predicament right now with uh, Chelsea. <laughs> she wants to watch the holiday she movies, will, and, you're like, yep. nope. and I'm like, yeah. uh, one no, for I'm, you, one I for me, one this. for you, one for me. It's the way to do it. So, Travis, Pretty if much. you want a nice little juicer, our ninety-two two birds minute, right here, a little ninety-two minute, twenty-two, <laughs> yeah, twenty or twenty-two release. <laughs> And you get you make the wife happy. Yeah, boom, could be could be huge. <laughs> All right, I, I have, gave it a three, oh, two and a half. Good. Okay, I have uh, two TV things that I'll burn through real quick because I already talked about the White Lotus. Um, I do think the second season is a little bit better because it's more focused. I feel like on its theme of relationships, primarily in this. Uh, I think the first one is a little too scattered and what it's trying to do love a um, good relationship drama yeah so i think the second season is a little bit better we still have four or five episodes to go but we'll see how it plays out uh other thing i watched was i watched the peacock original the casey <coughs> anthony doc Ooh, i did start that so <laughs> it's very very problematic it is because i have a feeling that the only reason she agreed to do an on-camera interview for the first time was that she would have some sort of final say 
or final edit in how the documentary portrayed her. And if you know anything about the case, uh, I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I would say it's pretty cut and dry. Um, I think the only, but I think that you watch this and it sheds. So I think that the only way obviously to come to a conclusion is to Mm. watch, to see both sides. Cause if you watch one side and like I watched, I just actually watched the Hulu documentary, Mm. the three piece interview that was, Basically, on the other perspective, like painting her as <coughs> right the the one that we all expect or think that she is, right? One vast majority. Then you watch this one, and while you still may be in that same mindset, I think that it is you can't watch one and not the other. Sure, and I get I've totally obviously justice system is so fucked up and flawed that yeah, it's problematic. But uh, I think that. It's hard to lean. I mean, you do need to obviously set all biases aside yeah. when looking at cases, all cases. Um, but I just think that with this, there's too much. There's this will like this tries to put her in a certain light and it still fails because there's a lot of contradictions within the documentary itself. Mm-hmm. And it still is trying to portray her in this. And a lot of light. it felt rehearsed by her. Yes, very much so. Especially early on. Yes. And it's keep maintains that pretty much throughout. Now there's things that make sense in the in the documentary that she says, but I don't think it's going to change anybody's mind or it shouldn't change anybody's mind that feels one way because like I said there's contradictions constantly throughout it and I just don't like how I feel like this is like like the the way the, the reason that they were able to put it out is like there it's already biased towards her because like like I said she was so private before this and like wouldn't agree to any on camera interviews like she pretty much is like super super private now because of all the death threats and stuff that she's agreeing to this I feel like to change the public's perspective about her and so like the documentary itself was already flawed like from a journalism sure. perspective it's flawed from the get go so and didn't also, really care for it it's just like way. a way of this person who definitely killed <laughs> yeah it's still interesting child, i do think money yeah. she's yeah. gonna make probably a bunch of money from this for sure it's, yeah. it's kind of gross yeah exactly and like she's known as a pathological liar like a lot of things she says just don't really make sense like okay what if you said this then that doesn't make sense and like why are you just saying this now like there's a lot wrong with it so it's interesting to watch especially if you don't know that much about the case if you already know everything i don't really know if you're gonna learn anything else but it is interesting to look to reflect to have to see her so many years later actually talking and like quote unquote showing emotion because yeah yeah some of it's who knows yes i mean Alyssa was saying the same thing the whole time she's like oh my god this feels like just acting and i was like "Eh, some of it does does. yeah a lot of it i mean some of the things she says i'm like this she's had 10 years to say this like Uh, yeah (laughs) she's been training but some of the things that she obviously is asked is she responds differently you can tell the difference between what she when something is like real so they are asked questioning her in the so they yeah so it's her they go to a undisclosed location in florida it's her and and the filmmaker like lives there with her and like they do like talking head interviews throughout it like if it was it it would be like way better if they wanted to do this to like show that this was a live interview she did a live interview and didn't have yeah but she couldn't like 
be scripted or think about. Like, but she wouldn't agree to that. That's yeah, what, of course like, she would. That's what I'm saying. Is, this lying. is like so like biased yeah, and gross. She's a because, liar. Yeah, she is like prepared for this. She's like, I feel like the purpose of they this cut, is they to, can do as many tries yep. as they want. I, like I feel like her whole reasoning and purpose was to like change the public perspective about her somewhat and. I doubt that's going to be successful because I feel like a lot of it just feels inauthentic and it's obvious yeah. in this that that's this documentary is skewing towards her innocence in some yeah. way. I do feel like it's a they do a it's it was smart for her to do it. Oh, for sure, but in the way that they smart for Peacock too. Peacock, yeah, <laughs> it was very smart for Peacock too. It's yeah, got some hype behind it, so. Yeah. No it gives you thing. it gives you some no unique thing is bad press. It gives you some unique perspectives that you didn't necessarily see, and the mm-hmm. her parents might just be as shitty as she is. Yeah, there's definitely you more to the story her, yeah. than that, but how much of that is true? Right. I mean, you have her friends corroborating some things, and yeah, we'll yeah. never know. Interesting, and we'll exactly. never know. We'll never know. Uh, that is it for me. Very cool. <clears throat> Uh, I'll talk about one more thing. Um, have you guys heard of a movie called True Things starring Ruth Wilson and Tom Burke? Tom Burke is the guy from uh, yeah. The Souvenir. True yeah, Things. No. True yeah. Things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, never nope. heard of it. Well, it's a, I think it's technically a 2022 release. Uh, I watched it on Canopy. Technically, according to who? It's 2021. I don't know. No, IMDb. (laughs) Fucking check the tape. Um, IMDb 2021. I'm looking at it right now. Letterboxd 2021. No, you guys are dumb. I'm going to go to really skip. You want to do this right now? I'll find it for you. Okay. (laughs) Because I don't. Yeah, I double check. Okay, United States wide release September 2022. So. Thank if you're you. going off the U.S., then you're fine. Thank you. That's the country I live in, so that's <laughs> the rules I go by. Um, Ruth Wilson, uh, you may know her from some flicks. I mainly know her from the show The Affair on Showtime. Steamy show. Um, She's from Locke, Josh's favorite movie. She's not Ruth, even in it. She's Ruth a voice. Wilson? So? <laughs> Yeah, Ruth Wilson, huge. Uh, yeah, I do love the affair, but it does get worse as it goes on. But the first couple seasons are pretty good. I, yeah, I do like her. But um, anyways, uh, I actually like this movie quite a bit. I don't know if I would tell you guys to like make sure you see it before the the year ends. But um, for what it was, I I did really like it. I thought it looked amazing, and um, essentially it's just about this like girl in her like i don't know 30s or so who lives somewhat of a lonely life and uh isn't really like into her job and like doesn't have a lot of friends kind of has like a controlling mother um but she meets this guy at her job who's somewhat of a charmer he's kind of like uh robert pattinson's character in good time a little bit like uh he even has the blonde i was gonna say does his hair give it away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, no, just and the way he like tries to like woo you, um, because like he, yeah, his, you know, they start a relationship and he like tells her what she wants to hear, but like only so much or for only so long, and then he like is kind of like cold and distant to her. So it's like 
it's, it's like one of those relationships where it constantly feels like there's like something else going on or maybe like there's a little bit of a game being played and um you know she's like fully on the hook for him but and he like tells her everything she wants to hear but then at the same time like he'll like go a week without talking to her and stuff and so she's getting like these mixed signals i think yeah i was like really invested into it and thought it was like pretty authentic and especially for like people our age but then I think where it lost me a little bit was towards the end. I think the ending is a little bit of a little bit unsatisfying. And there was one sequence that is maybe a little supernatural that felt out of place, but I don't know, everything else I was into it. So hmm. check What's it out if you're interested. Uh well, canopy. Canopy. Oh yikes. Jesus. I'm trying to find things on that is a nightmare sometimes. Have you heard of the search option? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not great. Okay, if you're if you Canopy's say it's on Canopy, bad. then, then it, we might not have it's it. It's only available, yeah, true, to certain true, true, people. True, true, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. you'll say, oh yeah, it's on Canopy, and then I go and I like, hit it. It's like not available to you. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant just yeah. searching for a movie. I'm like, no, not that hard. I mean, I will search for it, but sometimes it's not available. Yeah, there are um, yeah there are regional issues with Canopy for sure. It is probably rent, it not, is rentable on Amazon say, yeah, it's too. Probably not that expensive to rent, but four bucks. You know what I know her from? That dog shit Oz Perkins movie, the fucking pretty things that live in the walls or some oh. stupid shit. Pretty things that, that movie live sucks. Not in the walls. Did not, it's like I don't think I've seen that. Live in the house or something. Yeah, it's not good. I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Yeah. No, nope. Matt didn't snoozer, even like that one. Total snoozer. <laughs> All right, that's it for you, or that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I'll shut All right. it down. Anything else for you guys? Nope. Nope. Okay, well, that wraps the show, I think. Next week is the big one, Avatar, The Way of Water. You already Travis? have your tickets? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, you probably, actually, if, if we are going to record, we might want to get on it. Biggest right. movie since uh, the first one. <laughs> I mean, Jacob <laughs> argues that it won't be as popular. I don't think it'll gross as much, but I, I'm yeah. saying opening weekend, it, it could be I mean, hard to see. Yeah. I mean, the original wasn't that big opening, but it had longevity. Well, yeah, this but, one is known, so it's going to yeah, have a big it opening. Has the hype yeah. Well, the first one had the word of mouth going for it. I don't know if this one will have the word of mouth and like intrigue as the first one because it, it is a sequel. And it has a three hour and 12 minute runtime. Yeah. Well, people hate going to the theater now. So, (laughs) yeah, they they are thinking. um, I mean, here's the other thing with the acquisition of Fox, they know that this is going to go to Disney Plus. And there's been a lot of Disney Marvel movies that have seen lesser returns because people know it's coming to Disney Plus, like within so long. They just won't go see it. I mean, that, that could play a factor. Yeah, Kyle, don't go hungover to this one. Well, I've also uh, don't go tired to this one because you're gonna be fucking sleeping. I know. I've heard rumors of this one. Um, oh god, what was I saying? What was I, thinking? <laughs> I completely lost I what I was thinking. <laughs> I can say one thing that I am so sick of: these fucking articles and shit popping up on all my social media. Avatar four studio exec read the script and said, "Holy fucking shit." <laughs> 
What? <laughs> like, have you seen those? No, dude. No. All over every every time I'm on Facebook or any Instagram sponsored ads, like a studio exec read the script for Avatar Five. He dropped his pants and came. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Like, th- I doubt yeah, that's even true. It's, a seven it's all a bit. It's supposed to be like seven of them, right? I don't know. That. Every fucking and now Avatar Five. Natiri goes to Earth. It will make you cry. I'm like, wh- who is like these are all written already? And it's like it's always four and five Kyle, that they he's talk been about. Working on these they since they like completely the 90s. skip over three. No rumors or anything are about three. And in chronologically, that's the closest one that would come out. But everybody's talking about four and five. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Three is a transitional one. Oh I remember God. what I was. I'm say. so sick um, of seeing these things. Though every publication is writing their clickbait article. Avatar 4 is going to blow your fucking mind. It's like, I doubt that's even true. <laughs> I heard a rumor that it has to hit break like two, mil, or two billion dollars. Like yeah, two yeah billion. It has to be like the fourth highest grossing movie of all time to Just even to make money. Yeah, to be profitable. <laughs> What's the point then? Yikes. Yeah, Jimmy C is backing himself into a corner. <laughs> so, I mean, from the buzz I've heard though, I have heard it is great. They They brought 3D back for this. It could yeah, be the, the, did you see this. the trailer it's not even fun to watch it like because like they keep going outside the you know the black bars and like at random times through the whole trailer on tv and it's really annoying to look at it was like mm-hmm. bad i get what they were doing you gonna so see it in imax tra- travis um it depends if it if it's like real imax then yeah i'll probably try to but if it's just if it's fake IMAX or whatever, then I don't know. Well, was this shot in IMAX? That's the question. It says I, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I feel like I it should says, see it in a premium it's not, format. It's everything is in IMAX. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the probably the extreme um, theater that we have in Lansing. I have, have heard the the water sequences do look amazing. Oh yeah, I'm sure Everybody's it looks great. About the water. Not worried about how it looks. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's going to be similar to the first one. I've, I, I'm worried it's going to be a retread of the first, like the exact same story as the first yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, be. I don't know. I, I haven't kid, been following just, it as much as uh, maybe other people. Just because really, I mean, it's been going on for so fucking extreme three D. Yeah, they did. They added three D for the extreme in Lansing. There so. you go, Kai. You gonna see in three D? I mean. If I'm going to watch this piece of shit, I'm going to try to get the most out of it as possible. So, yeah, I'll pay more and I'll, I'll go to like the extreme theater. I will try my best to get the best experience because I don't want to write it off immediately. But And Jacob and I will watch it as a casual fan. <laughs> as a casual movie goer. And sure. We can get it in the recliner seats and chill. Okay. Well, that's next week. Enough about Avatar. Uh, stay tuned for that. If you uh, have a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. Any plugs for you, Travis? Uh, I'm on both those platforms at Travis Paul. That's P A U L for Paul. And, uh, we will be doing a Bones and All episode this week, so uh, stay tuned for that on the Cinephiles Digest feed. And a little bonus, I think we're preparing a um, little sight and sound featurette on our pod. So 
Ooh, fun. Also, keep an eye out for that. In yeah. our scratch and sniff episode, well, <laughs> <laughs> blow your mind. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I know you guys just dropped three episodes. I got to catch up on that. But uh, definitely follow Cinephiles Digest on all feeds. And thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers.